Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. I'm Lou Gregory, and here's what's coming up today. A day late, but the hype is building as the season opener draws nearer and nearer. It's getting exciting. The best time of the season is upon us. Uh, there's also been a few players missing at the moment in these preseason friendlies. Why on earth is that? And who will make the starting 11 come the Peterborough game at 3 o'clock on Saturday? We also answer your Instagram questions and plenty more. And tonight, Bataro joins me back, and we've not got Dave with us because he's uh, currently enjoying a bit of, bit of time off and some holiday. Uh, about time, very well deserved. And uh, 24 hours late, Bataro. Uh, yeah, mate, always late, mate. Yeah, hey? But mainly because I had a well busy day at work yesterday, I didn't get home until like mega late. So I thought, you know, best, best option is to come do it today. Which is probably upset a few people. Yeah, it's fine. But how are you? Because you've been suffering with, with COVID and you're still struggling a little bit, aren't you? But you've tested negative. A few times, yeah, which way it's tonight. And, uh, to be honest, mate, hang on, I actually did bring something with me as well. Just uh, what do you bring? Just to clarify, I should have uh, to clarify there again. Just to clarify that you're I'm negative. Oh, he's negative. There you go. So uh, no, Lovely. I had to bring that just to show you because I know it's uh, not a nice thing when someone comes around your house and they're coughing and spattering and whatever else. So yeah, but no, yeah, just happy to be back. To be honest, obviously a lot, a lot of people had a lot worse. Obviously, seeing on Twitter, I've seen that <coughs> the other Luton fan. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Mister Adair, but yeah. And we send our best wishes yeah. because uh, I suppose it's, you've been bedbound for the last two weeks. And well, to be honest, mate, I've not that been that bad compared to some people. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? It just puts it into perspective, doesn't it, a little bit. So, but obviously, best wishes all out. It's people struggling or whatever. It's not, you know. I take it back. When I, you know, if I ever said it's just not an illness, that, you know. You can, but yeah. Like I said, I feel a lot worse now. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not even like I can say, oh, but you're better now because <laughs> nah. you're not. You're still struggling a little bit. I feel, yeah, but like, mate, second week, second, honestly, second week was, I was fine. Got comes up three, four days ago, as soon as I, I was negative, breathing's gone. Obviously, you can probably hear it a bit. <laughs> yeah, funny. You're just too excited, man. Yeah. just out of breath talking about uh, That's football what it is. already. Football's got me out. Yeah, it's got me going. It's going back quickly. Um, lost 3-1 to Brighton at the weekend. A result that obviously doesn't matter. Um, but I guess you kind of look at it and it's kind of like, it's not end of the world. It's a good way for players out there to just get that final bit of match experience before the game on, on Saturday, isn't it? Oh, of course. I mean, I'll be honest, I sat there and watched the whole thing at work, so no, I shouldn't be saying something like that. But <laughs> watched the full match uh, replay of the Brighton game. And uh, to be honest, I think, I, well, I, I thought he played very well. Obviously, people might disagree, but I thought, you know, don't get it wrong, it's Brighton. They play possession football. They've beaten Premier League teams 3-1, or I think they beat Man United 3-2 last year or something like that. So, you know, look, well, that's a pre-season game. Gets the players moving a bit more. Gives yeah. them a bit more fitness, like you say. So, And look, we had chances as well. It's not we didn't create nothing. We looked half decent. A bit sloppy at times, but look, we'll get there. We'll touch on the game a tiny bit. I don't want to focus too much on it now because this is a, a few days ago. But some three-word reviews from the weekend. Will says moments of quality. Jay says Kit looked insane. Richard say Brighton looked class. Ryan says Ray was useless. Ad says one more week. Dwayne, now it starts. 
LTFC Dave says not playoff quality and Harry says attacking midfielder needed. Um, I guess from like Will's comment, moments of quality, if you just focus on the goals that were scored by Brighton and in particular the one in the second half where the guys absolutely put Osho on the floor. Mm. Like you've got to say, it's just, a, there's, and even um, Connolly's finish, you just got to say, look, these, these, these guys have just got that extra bit, haven't they? Oh yeah, of course. That's why they stay there. Sorry, excuse me. That's why they've stepped that level above. They stayed in that division. You don't do that by being shy, do you? So, like I said, they've done that to teams in the Premier League, that Premier League quality. So, but no, like you say, I don't understand. What's that thing? Um, what's his name? Connolly. What's that all about? Yeah, I don't know. Knob. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what? I think when Connolly was on loan with us, I don't think he was happy with the amount of games he played. But didn't he join us in a promotion-winning season? And it yeah. was kind of like, mate, I mean, like you can't yeah. come into this team and expect to be in that starting eleven. Like we're doing well. Yeah, of course. That's it. I mean, and he, back then he was a lot younger as well. So yeah, up and coming, he hadn't really like proved himself anywhere else. But I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. He uh, the only time I remember him playing actually was against um, Charlton away when we actually lost. I think three one. Yeah, I think that was the only time he did play. Twenty seven yeah. or thirty, whatever it was. So, but that's the only time I really remember. He. Played and he came on, but yeah, look, I don't know much about him, but yeah, either way. I've just turned your mic up because I feel you're talking very quietly, mate. mate no, um, I'm trying to no, no, just get, bully me, get a bit closer to microphone. Come on, oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay says kit looked insane, and let's be honest, it. I think I turned my mic up, that's probably what okay. the problem is. Um, the kit did look really good, the, the new kits were released on Saturday at 11 o'clock. Which one do you like? Because I really like that blue one, mate. I think that looks yes, it's absolutely yeah. There you go. Took the words out of my mouth there, Easy. mate. It is absolutely fantastic. I think that's the best. That's the awake, it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, really nice. That's the best awake it I've seen for a long, long time. Harry says attacking midfielder needed, and I don't know. Just at the moment, it feels like we're missing quite a few players, doesn't it? It doesn't feel like there's something gone on. It feels like I don't know if there's been positive cases mm-hmm. at the club or if players are needing to isolate. Because it is suspicious that yeah. quite a few are missing with, without reason. Is it due reasons, to that so. track and trace app, though, whatever it's called? Yeah. The, the thing is with that track and trace app is it's like you don't legally have to isolate unless the, you're told. But are the footballers the, told to, though? That's I, the thing. Is it, is it like a football league rule? No, I don't know. Obviously, none of us really know. So if someone knows, then they'd like to tell us, then yeah, that's great. But To be honest, like where I work, <clears> we don't take any risk. Like if... If someone's told by NHS to do it, it's like you do it. It's, there's no risk. So maybe it is one of them things where it's like we can't afford to have half that starting eleven out against Peterborough on Saturday. So yeah, of course, um, well, by the looks of it, it looks like about six players as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So unfortunately, it's not what you need, especially for the first game of the season when you're trying to sort something out. But yeah, look, I'm sure whoever plays on Saturday, <clears throat> we've got enough cover. We can do it. So. If you look at the starting eleven that started the Brighton game, Sluga Bree, Osho, Naismith, Potts, Ray, Pelly, Campbell, Cornick, on on your din on your din <laughs> on your din on your din <laughs> on your dinma and Adebayo. Um Potts is looking doubtful for the weekend. But I guess if you said that starting eleven and hopefully you could put in Burke slash Lockyer in for Potts. And put Naismith at left back. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this, to be that's, honest, that's a pretty strong team, isn't it? Well, I mean, Naismith at left back. That's what. I, well, me personally, that's what I would have thought would have happened at the, uh, at the start. Anyway, <clears throat> I couldn't see really Potts getting in there, but obviously, you never know. 
I think he'd be used more as a centre half in the three, maybe. But excuse me. Um, but no, I mean, look, I think we've got enough cover. I said it. I, I, I generally think whoever plays on Saturday or whoever we haven't got, I think we can cope without them. And like I say, um, well, Nathan Jones said as well about Osho, potentially in a holding role as well. So not yeah, playing him again. So look, I think we've got enough. <clears throat> excuse me, quality. Do you think it is going to be that front three of Cornick on your dimmer on your dim? <laughs> to call him Fred, mate. Cornick, Fred, and Adebayo. Do you reckon it, it's kind of been the three that's been go to in this preseason, hasn't it? I know Mendes Gomez has got a bit of yeah. time and is, has impressed in his, his time, but I've seen a lot of people saying, like, is is Mendes Gomez ready to start these opening games? Well, look, whether he's ready or not, I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it really matters to be honest. Because you, you'll, nev- you'll never know until you play someone. When it, com- it comes up to competitive competition, then it's completely different. For me, I would personally start Clark on the right-hand side. Yeah. That's, that would be mine. So I Fred about on the, the left. Again. So Mr. Fred on your dimmer on the left. There you go. How crisp was that? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Eddie Bio through the centre. And Jordan Clark on the right-hand side. Yeah. I would happily take that. and I'd, I'd probably play a flat three. See how it goes. It's really exciting, isn't it? It's really exciting. Um, oh, mate, buzzing! It's come around. It's come around so quickly, and it's just, and this like looking at the team, everyone is getting excited. And I know I saw a prediction the other day. Someone's got us down to finish sixth, and this wasn't like this was like a neutral opinion. Got us to go in the playoffs, and it's look. I know there's a lot of fans, and we're all kind of like hyping each other up, and everyone's like, you know, we're looking good. We could do this this year. We could get potential playoffs, but I think we got. We've got to be a bit grounded and realistic that well, yeah. it's still going to be a tough season, but, you know, who I, knows? I don't think we're happen. idiots, though. See, I know, obviously, we become idiots sometimes. We get really mm. excited as human beings. Obviously, we all do. Obviously, it's no, you know, I'm no strange to be an idiot myself, but if we look at it realistically, why can't we better what we did last season? I know we've said it. We finished, what, 12th last season. Yeah. We could easily go and get another two, three, four, five points. All right, that might not be enough to secure maybe 11th, 10th place. Obviously, it changes. Teams do better or worse than every year. Do you know what I mean? We'll never know, but, <laughs> excuse me, as long as we get near that 60-point mark, I don't really mind where we finish. I think I said last week, you look back at last season and you think of the amount of silly goals we conceded, the amount of games at home, like, for for example, like that Birmingham home game, we were all over them and should have won. Um Blackburn at home, we go one nil up with ten minutes to go and concede like a minute yeah. later, yeah. and then like not not in Forest at home, they have ten men and we draw one all. And you just think like that's three. And I know every team can do this, but that's like three games. And you think this year if we can turn them draws, them home draws we had, into them extra wins, that but, could be the way we progress and, and well, push yeah. forward. Well, I mean this is it. But then also on the flip side of it, the teams that we have maybe grabbed a one nil win against and maybe potentially been dominated or whatever else, they might be the games that we might lose this season. So I just think we need we need to put it in we just need to look at it this way. Well, so you look at it however you like, but the way I would look at it is as long as we control the game and we get the chances, just take your chances. If you can better the chance conversion rate and create the more chances, then what why won't we be up there or Floating about, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So and that's what we've spent the money on, isn't it? That's why we've brought in Fred at, at left left wing or mm-hmm. right wing, and in we brought in uh, Jerome and Mus Musquay, Musquay, yeah, Musquay, 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 <laughs> Musquay yeah. 
so you know it's the Admiral so yeah that'd be and Mendes Gomez this yeah. is the reason we spent this money to get these players in so hopefully it is the one and, and the, the signings that is going to take us that step forward which would be exciting well, hopefully and pace as well well exactly exactly and Cornick has equaled his goal tally from last season already <laughs> one goal oh mate but you know, this is, I feel, even though this is a preseason friendly, even though pretty much the goal meant absolutely nothing, confidence-wise for him to tuck away a one-on-one like that, that can only be a good thing for Harry Cornick going into the season, surely. Because last year... He's a decent keeper as well. Yeah, exactly. And last season, you know, maybe he did have a couple of chances where he could have scored. Um, and I just think with Harry Cornick, just... He's got it. He's got it. He just needs to be more confident when he's finishing. And I just think a finish like that is going to bring that confidence to him. I'm glad you said that because it's usually sitting there going, oh, Cornick, what's he doing? You know what I mean? But no, look, we all know about Cornick. We all know he's not the best finisher. But like you say, for his confidence, that would do the world of good. But whether he starts or not, that is a different story. I personally don't think he's going to start. He's always one, though, when he's on the bench, you're happily free... Yeah. There's times in a game it's where it's like, him. right, let's bring on Harry Cornick and yeah. you you know what you're <laughs> gonna get. And you let's not forget this guy's been with us for five, six years now as yeah. well. Like he's Can we just say as well, he has I think he's massively progressed as well. Although he didn't score as many goals last season, he did the season before that, I still think he was a, he looked a lot better. I, I I don't know, for me, people will see mind about his crossing ability, his finishing ability. I don't think he got the chance to score as many goals last season. I think that was due to maybe obviously well change of formation. I suppose Nathan Jones came back in and whatever else. And but yeah, but I just I would there's, like I say he would frighten me. Even no, he frighten me anyway because I'm slow as anything. You know what I mean, I'm like a snail <laughs> trying to chase a biscuit. But yeah, biscuit. But I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, but no, mate, he's frightening. He's got pace to burn. So look, he will get. He'll make chances for the team, and that's what we got to look at. And I obviously some we like to sit there and slate him a bit like Glenn Ray, but they do a job at sometimes. And th- those certain sometimes are special moments that will get you a point or yeah. they'll get you the three points. That's the way we need to look at it. And well, some people might not, but that's the way I'm looking at it anyway. So Well, I'm hoping it's another good season for Harry Cornick and, and obviously just hoping it's another good season for uh the rest of the team, really. Um mm. all right, coming up next we've got some Bits on opening games in, in the last 10 years. Producer Jacob's done this really lovely bit here. He's, he's, he's saying he wants us to talk about our memories from Ooh. these opening games over the last 10 years. So we'll do that straight after this message from our sponsors. Oh, fucking hell. There we go, mate. Oh, hello. Oh, Tara, what on earth are you doing? What do you think, son? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, mate? Oh, the light's brilliant on this. I'll tell you what, mate. Oh, it's great in the dark. Well, today's podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they've just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, you can join 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code OWENTHETOWN at manscaped.com. Batara, I finally gave you a couple after after you were ill with COVID, and uh, it, it was pretty good, isn't it? It's brilliant, man. I'm just using it here, like casual on your floor, mate. Like. <laughs> He's actually not using it on my floor, just so you know. No, I'm joking, but honestly, no, it's brilliant, man. In all fairness, it's... I thought I'd say something really ridiculous then, but I'm not going to say it. Let's yeah. say it. Um, no, look. How ridiculous? I haven't cut my ball bags. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, what, that's a, mate, it's a godsend, in all fairness. Like, 
you can put it anywhere down there. You know, you're quite scared to put it. Yeah, yeah. And I do that. I get that a lot. And I said this last week, and it's like every single time I use it, it's like, okay, my confidence is growing here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not I'm that like scared. Your penis, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I, Oh, oh dear. Sorry, bro. That's terrible. You're going to cut that bit out. No, it's, it's, it'll oh, stay okay, in. Um, this upgraded <laughs> trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives the ability to turn on the LED spotlight uh, when needed for a more precise shave. It even allows you to customise your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 to 4. It wirelessly charges as well. It's waterproof. And basically... Uh, you can basically yeah, just trim yourself fairness, really well. Mate, that's another thing about being waterproof as well. It's golden for the shower. It's at, well, no. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. It's not golden. It's, no, no, whoa. It's golden for the shower, not golden shower. Well, you know that's what Batari's doing one. when he's using Manscaped? With a golden shower. You can get 20% off and free shipping now oh, with mate. the code at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com using the code OWENTHETOWN. You can unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Bataro, what would your t-shirt say? Your balls will thank you. And thanks once again to Manscaped for sponsoring our podcast. And thank you for everyone who like listens and makes stuff like this possible um, for us. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. So um, opening game stats then. Producer Jacob uh, put this segment in today's podcast as we are building up to Luton v Peterborough at the weekend. Um... Bataro, 2011, one all draw with Forest Green, Dean Beckwith scoring. It's in the conference conference days, obviously. Um, do you remember the two all draw with Gateshead? Stuart sorry, Fleetwood these, and sorry, John Shaw. Going back to the one all draw Forest Green, <clears throat> what's that? Is it these first home games or just first games of the season? I think these were first games of the season. Because <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the... I don't remember the one yeah, all Forest Green draw, if I'm being honest. Um, I remember the two will draw of Gateshead. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think John Shaw might have scored a header. Yeah, must have think, yeah. on his debut. It, yeah, it was that, wasn't it? Wouldn't have been his debut. Would it not have been? No, I don't know. See, this is... Oh, mate, this is terrible. I can't, yeah. This is... Um, goes to show how long ago this is when it doesn't even feel that long ago. 2013. I remember this one. 1-0 one lost to Southport. Uh, Sean Wally misses the penalty. Oh, of course. You remember yeah. that? Yes. I think that was Sean Wally's debut. third minute, I think. Yeah. Right? Something like that, yeah. And that was against his former club, right? We signed Wally and yeah. Parry. Yeah, yeah, That was it, Andy Parry. Yeah, From so. Southport. And then he took the penalty, saved, it was saved. And we went on to win the league. Yes. That day. That, not that day, obviously, because that was the first I'll game be honest, of the season. Yeah. But that, that, <laughs> that year. I'll be honest, I wasn't at the Southport game. Because it was away, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it would have been away, obviously. I went with Steve. Yeah. Dave, I remember sitting. <clears throat> excuse me, I remember sitting there right with my grandma. <laughs> this sounds weird, but my grandma. Well, I think it's actually my radio from when I was a child, right? Obviously, my grandma. I thought, grandma, I can get the radio out of the thing. And she went, "Yeah, well, go on then. You want your shitty loon or whatever?" That's what she knows. <laughs> she is. And um, I remember sitting there. Obviously, back then, obviously when I was a bit younger. I know it sounds ridiculous. Like, you know, I was like football. Everything was the end of the world. It's a bit like you now, still. In all fairness, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Everything's the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> We're sitting there going, oh, we've got all these players that are good enough to win. We'll lose to the Southport away. I'll never forget my grandma. I just turn around and go, will you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> You've got that bloody thing loud enough. Shut up, will you? I was like, oh, here we go. Stop right, your right, moaning. Right. Yeah, pretty much. A bit like now still, yeah. All I remember from that day is uh, my mate Steve winning a bet. I think he had like Man United to win the Community Shield and they did. <laughs> 
and he won like 400 quid. So he was absolutely buzzing. Did he? Yeah, I think he, he won like a free 40 to 1 acker with a tenner on it or something. So yeah, he was absolutely buzzing. Uh, the following year, 1-0 win away at Carlisle. Mark Cullen scoring our first goal back in the Football League. Mm-hmm. I remember that one because my uncle was over from Australia. So we got the train up nice and early from Milton Keynes. Nice few drinks in Carlisle. And what on a way day. I think we took like a thousand that day and it was just... Is that when Matty Robinson sco- squared it from the right-hand side or crossed it from the right-hand side? I think so. And that was also to when Cullen, yeah. I remember Matty Robinson like putting some like proper bit of effort to make a tackle in like the 80th minute and everyone was like, oh, God. <laughs> what was it like, mate? <laughs> Everyone's loving life. Grizzly bear, but sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, Mikhail Smith scoring in a one-all draw of Accrington Stanley in 2015. I was there with you at this, yeah. Hang on a minute, was that Mikhail Smith or was that... Yeah, it was uh, Mikhail Smith, wasn't it? It was like John- a deflected shot. Jonathan Smith. I thought I thought it was Jonathan Smith that might no. have been the touch. Or did he hit it against Mikhail Smith? Do you know that that Accrington away game, we got stuck in yes, traffic. Yeah. We left at like eight o'clock in the morning, and we were meant to get there by uh, I don't know, like eleven. Yeah, and that's like a nice time, isn't it, for an away day? I don't know exactly what time we got there. Five to three. Five to three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was excellent wasn't it? and like it's just for me because I drove I was designated driver yeah it felt like I had driven <laughs> like seven hours watched a quick game of football then had to drive another four home and it was just like ugh and we yeah, drew one I all feel, I did feel sorry for you there oh my god yeah well, I think we did score late on didn't we so it was quite late but so it makes right it worthwhile but no I, the only thing I remember about obviously not the only thing sorry but the one thing that stands out for me with the Atkinson game away, obviously, apart from being stuck at traffic for like six and a half hours, was the fact that we're all sitting there. We haven't had a wee. We're all sitting there drinking beer. Yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. had a slash for about, I don't know how long, yeah. like a couple of hours away. We're all sitting there moaning like a little girl. Oh, come on. Actually, that's offensive. Sorry, my bad. Or a little boy. <laughs> yeah, or a little boy, <laughs> but yeah. And, um, yeah, and I forget, we had a milk carton, didn't we? Like a big old six-pint or four-pint. <laughs> Why do we have a car? milk carton in the know. back of my car? Because you love drinking milk for some reason well, yeah, when you're pissed on an away pints, day. Mate, not six pints of it. No, that's only afterwards. I like yeah. to have a little bit of milk. Yeah, but anyway, I never forget. And obviously Steve's like, oh, and he goes to the toilet. And I think, obviously, your dad's friend Steve as well. Yeah. And we're all sitting there. Got a bit bladder shot, didn't they? And I just remember cracking it over and just giving a fucking <laughs> bottle. Of in my car, may I point out. This <laughs> yeah. was like, no, 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 no. We're pulling over. That's probably when I wished it had my sense of smell or taste. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, same. Tell me about it. 2016, you were at this one, mate. 3-0 win away at Plymouth. Hilton Marriott and oh, Jonathan Smith yes. scoring. Me and Steve. You Why and Steve? were you there? Well, this was, 2016 was when I first got my uh, first job in radio. So I was yes. working Saturdays, 3 till 7. Mm-hmm. And like... For me to have to give up football was like the end of the world. And I remember it was like one of my first Saturday shows working in radio and I stood there in my looting kit. I used to illegally, I don't know if I have admit this, but I used to like <laughs> illegally watch all the all the streams because I managed to get down a VPN and then you could watch iFollow in <laughs> England. So I, literally my I'm Saturdays were sorted. Yeah. I was in such a routine for like three years on a Saturday. I'd get to work at one o'clock. I'd set up my iFollow stream. I'd go on the radio at three o'clock and I'd sit there and I'd watch the game between the, uh, while the songs were on. It was literally, yeah. I loved it. Because I think I used to use your iPad and use it at football. Yeah. Like if I didn't get to go on someone or yeah. whatever happened, yeah, I think I used to use your iPad. I, I saw how much fun you guys had at Plymouth that day and I kind of wish you I'd say, you guys. Right, it was, it was fun. But I drove there and back in the same day. And it yeah, was a but I've heard a few, <clears throat> a few, you know, like people saying five and drive. Uh, did you not take that to a bit of a new extreme? No, no. No. 
Well, yeah, I had five a day, yeah. And my five, <laughs> and my five oranges. To be fair. But that's why I stopped off <laughs> I stopped off at Western Supermare to get a paracetamol and a bottle of water. Yeah, no, you 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 weren't over the limit, but you were maybe just a bit It was a long day. <laughs> Mate, we started we started at seven o'clock in the morning, all right? Yeah, it was a long got day. Got to McDonald's, set off, got there, it took about four and a half hours to get there. Yeah. And he no. were in Western Supermare. Stephen got smashed there, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was yeah, steaming, I think. Well, he gets steaming after about four shandies, so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Steve, you're listening, mate. Um, 2017, the 8 2 win against Yeovil was absolute madness. Oh, mate. Madness. I couldn't believe what I was watching. That oh, was another. Max goal as well. Woo. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Yeah. yeah, and yeah another mate. another banging win. Um, 2018 to 19, a 1 0 loss away at Portsmouth when we absolutely dominated them the mm. whole game. We had like. I think you you look at the stats of that game. I'm not going to get up, but you well, look at the stats well. in that game. Okay, I'll didn't we hit the woodwork like twice as well? I think Collins like, Colo hit one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sheehan slipped. I know well. he slipped over, didn't he? Sheehan for the goal. Did he? Did he slip over? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. And obviously they squared it and scored. I just never forget that we. Yeah, like you say, Greg, we dominated. Like domination was like that's an understatement. That I remember watching that and just thinking, wow. We have just outplayed Portsmouth. Look, I've got the stats mm-hmm. here then. Um, so we did them um, 58% possession, 10 shots, two on target to their six. Uh, oh, it doesn't look that good. No, it, like, does it? <laughs> it doesn't actually. <laughs> it but I think better, yeah, anyone it? who watched that game or remembers that game will go, yeah, we mm. outplayed them that day. We were, we were unreal. Lucky Pompey yeah. were rescued twice by the frame of their goal as Luton yeah. dominated for large spells of the League One game. There you go. Yeah. And, that was our, and, and the thing is with that game, it was our first game back in League One. So to come up against Portsmouth away, yeah. who, who at the time you looked at and goes, Portsmouth are probably two years ahead of us, mm-hmm. a couple of years ahead of us, aren't our they? Our first and last season back in League One. Yeah. Straight back up. Brilliant. Shoom, there you go. Have some of that. I feel like we didn't give that 8-2 win enough talk there. But, Should uh, we go back to it then? Yeah. yeah the 8-2 win. win. Colo Hattrick on his debut. Yeah. Is that, uh, yeah, ah, there you go. Isaac Vassell <laughs> scoring. Yes. Alan McCormack scoring a worldie. Yes. Um, Did Vassell get two that Both day? Lees score? No, one Lee. Elliot Lee. I can't remember. Well, so but, many scored that day. Yeah, I can't remember. Mate, but it's ridiculous. All I'll, ne- I'll never forget, obviously, winning 8-2 the first game of the season, whatever it was, at home. Well, it definitely was the first game of the yeah, season. Yeah, well, that was definitely was was there, but yeah. Idiot. And uh, I'll never forget the week after we went to Barnet. <laughs> away we lost to Barnet. to Barnet 1-0. Oh, mate. And then that's, I think, just shortly after that, I think Isaac Vassell left, didn't he? Literally, I think but he didn't yeah. play that game. You know when people always, get, uh, about their clubs, and they're like, that is the most, like, insert club name thing ever. I just feel like that is the most looting thing ever. Yeah. Winning that opening game 8-2, and then going away to Barnet the next game and losing 1-0. I don't think it gets more looting than that. No, well, it kind of brings us back to the conference days where I think we went on that ridiculous run. I think we played like 20 games. We scored something yeah. like, well, no, sorry. We played like six games and then towards the end of the season. We scored like 30 goals and something like that. I think we were winning, <laughs> excuse me, I think we were winning sort of like four, five ones and, you know, four nils and absolutely smashing it. And I think after that, it got to a point and we didn't, still didn't go up. Yeah. Oh, obviously we didn't go up, do you know what I mean? Clearly, but... Like you say, it's the most looting thing, and we have like good runs, and you go and smash teams off the park, and you still can't do it. We did go up that year, don't we? What the season? The eight two over. Yeah, yeah, we well, yeah, second place behind um, Accrington. Accrington, yeah. Uh, Two thousand and nineteen, the three all draw with Middlesbrough. Um, oh, do you know what? Right, 
this wound me up because it was our first season in the championship. I had left my radio job because <laughs> I was treated like shit by my boss at radio. And I basically said, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to quit. So I did. And I remember going, at least now I can go to Luton games. And this is how I started working in football. I basically... You're not. <laughs> Luton were sold out of season tickets. I couldn't get a ticket. And I thought, you know what? I've done some video work, working in radio. I'm going to go and ask the club if I can do a bit of video for them, which I did. And I was expecting to be at that Middlesbrough game. I had booked a holiday and it was all planned to come home on the Friday evening to go to the Saturday game. And then we got Middlesbrough. It was moved on yeah, to Friday right. for TV. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah. So me and Steve watched that in Cornwall in a pub yeah, and it was absolutely brilliant. But yeah. I kind of wish we were there as well because that Bradley goal... Oh, mate, it's worth being there for that. And penalty miss as well. It yeah. wasn't really a penalty either. But I'll never forget, obviously, on the way home, obviously, I had to get the bus. That's probably the one only, well, not the one and only time, but one of the only times I had to get a bus. And I'll never forget, I sat there for about 40 minutes on the phone to you and Steve. You looked like absolutely steamrolled. Yeah. So was I. And I, must I did a there. call with Talk Sport that night. Yeah. Yeah. Let's carry on, sorry. But yeah, no, no, I crack on my honor, but yeah. But no, I should never, never forget, I, I'll never... I missed the bus stop, right? Obviously, I had to get off. So, I, and it, before you know it, I had a few beers. I met someone outside the ground. Obviously, they went to the pub. Anyway, came back. And then, uh, yeah, I'll never forget. I went to get off in Dunstable. I ended up going, somehow I ended up in Lucy Farm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and I was on the phone to you boys. And I was saying, I never forget, but why, yeah, why would you go to Cornwall? Just come back, mate. Just come back. We had booked it to be home for the Saturday. And it wasn't until they announced it on TV. But like, either way... But you should have still come back a day early. Yeah. It's your own fault. Yeah, well, we had a brilliant time watching it on the telly where we were. But I had a better time on the ground. Do you know, you probably did. Like, do you know what? I feel like Dave, I'm sitting in this chair and that's something Dave would say. <laughs> yeah, I had a better time, all right? We, I remember the build-up to that game. Obviously, it was so much excitement. It was our first season back in the championship. And for me, it was that night where it just all felt real. It was like, we are kicking, we are the first game of the football season. We are kicking off the whole footballing campaign for the year. And we were in this bar in Cornwall. They let us, like, they let us have, like, the best seats in the house. They turned off all their music for us to watch the loot. And we, we had the TV on from, like, six and watching the build-up. And it was, like, that new camera angle at the other side of the stadium. And it was like, wow, like, we are in the championship. And then it was just, like, full stadium, and the game starts and it's like, okay. And then we go one nil down. It was a bit of a sloppy goal. And you're thinking, okay, right, championship's tough. And then I kind of thought, all right, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. And then Bradley scores that screamer. Craney's putting us 2-1 up. And then it's well. just like, we're just like sat there in the pub. Oh, like, brilliant, what, wasn't it? What is, this is unbelievable. We probably could have won that as well. Realistically, we could have won that as well. Also, I know we was under quite a lot of pressure that day as well. I think Sluger made two or three like absolutely out of stack. Because obviously I was behind the goal. Yeah. And there's one I never, never forget this one save. <clears throat> I looked at Sluger and went, so what's this goalkeeper about then? Record signing. Yeah. And he pulls off his absolute world. I mean, he looks at it like that. He's gone, flew across the goal. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? He's like Superman yeah, yeah, yeah. Tips it over the bar, makes a couple of great saves. And obviously, lo and behold, whatever happens at the near post happens with him. But we can't fault him. Obviously, like I said, we were over that. He night, made right? a manic save in that second half as well when he comes rushing out to deny a Sombolonga, I think it was, oh, through, yeah. through one-on-one. But, and you, you think of that game and just the occasion. I remember, I think I tweeted at full time just saying, I've never felt more proud to be a Luton fan. And I know it's just like, 
Like my girlfriend's a Brentford fan upstairs. She'll think I'm being really dramatic. But <laughs> a three-all draw at home dramatic? to Middlesbrough. No. It was like, we've been on that journey of conference for five years. And exactly. back-to-back promotions. And just everything we'd been through was kind of like leading to that moment of like, we are back. We've just put on a show in front of the whole world. Mm-hmm. It would probably have been whole world. It was the first football game of the season. But we've put on a show, especially in front of England, like this is, we're back. Luton are back. And it was like the best feeling ever. And, and I saw him along this penalty as well, which makes it even yeah. 10 times better. It shouldn't even been a penalty anyway. Craney fouled him outside the area yeah, as well. So that. yeah, justice was done. And Colo punched that ball into the net. The best thing oh, about that yeah. was my mate Steve. Oh, uh, Steve used to do podcasts. People already know Steve. Steve was, um, he was like, I'm just going to go toilet he was like mm. cheer if we score so he's in he's in the toilet and Luton and Colo's punched it in I've gone absolutely mad on my own in front of like a full pub <laughs> Stephen's like running up the stairs doing his flies up and I'm just like that's offside mate sorry <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like, offside punched just, it in yeah, I thought it was offside but oh, uh, mate, we've all done that don't we <laughs> three all do you know what looking at this list <laughs> makes me sad because I haven't been to an opening game of the season <laughs> since me. 2015 which is sad but uh, last year, 1-0 win against Barnsley, where we watched the first half. We paid for iFollow for that first half. Oh, and mate. then it cuts out in the second yeah. half. It's like, you need to pay another tenner. And we're like, uh, no, we've already paid. So we missed got, the goal. Got the Reading game in the cup, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah they, after Yeah. They through, after, but but still, though, shocking. Remember, we was in the other room. On Sky Sports <laughs> yeah, News. Yeah, we saw, oh, mate. And it just pops up, Collo scored. And you're like, oh, oh cool. Brilliant. What yeah, a win. We've missed that. I'll never forget, I say... I'm about moaning. I sat there moaning. It's, Jeez, I'm having to bring me every again. Sorry about this. I'm about to come away from the mic a little bit. No, you need to come closer to the mic. Hey, That's the problem. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, it sounds weird. God knows. If you're not watching this, I'm, if you're not actually watching on camera, oh, look, the camera's, camera's died funny off. enough, you'd be like, what is Bataro doing? And I'm sorry, YouTube. Signings. <laughs> I'm sorry, YouTube. Bataro, you carry on talking whilst I uh, sort out the camera battery. Um, I don't know what I'm saying now, man. I can't remember. Well, look. I went off, off topic. Yeah. That was a good... 10 years of history of opening day and it now comes up to this this brand new season um Luton v Peterborough mm. do you look at this game and think I'm just sorting the battery by the way YouTube just just hold on um, do you want to pause a second mate no 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 because no, then you can get me a beer out of the fridge do you think Luton v Peterborough are you looking at this game and thinking we have to win this this is like a must win first game of the season and I would say yes 100% we have to win this what do you mean, why? Don't you shout at me from a distance like that. That's rude. But, nah, but look, it's not much. Obviously, it's not, nothing's a must-win game, especially when it's the first game of the season. But look, Peterborough, is it? Oh, no, I need done it. I knew it. Oh, we need to be te- beating teams like that. But no, Joey, I'll never say that. But come on, man. We, if we want to sort of progress. It's a nice opening fixture, isn't it? YouTube, yes. we're back. Yeah. Saw it. It's a nice opening fixture, isn't it? Give me a beer. Uh, you can wait for your bit. You still got half a pint there, mate. That's not half a pint. That's a bloody. That's a half pint glass. It's a quarter <laughs> pint. That's half a half pint. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It's it's a game that it's quite a nice one to start with. Obviously, West Brom second is going to be a lot tougher, and we've got mm-hmm. Sheffield United. But you're looking at them first five fixtures, and you're probably looking. And producer Jacob asked this on socials today: How many points can we get out of our opening five? Peterborough, West Brom, uh, Barnsley, Birmingham, Sheffield United. And you're probably oh, looking at them home six, fixtures and seven. saying... I'd say six or seven points there. Like, if you're realistic. Realistically, out of them home fixtures, you're looking at a Peterborough win, a Birmingham win, Sheffield United, you're thinking it's going to be tough, but could we nick a point at home? 
Well, look, I mean, we're Luton Town. We're used to sort of like nicking points. Or, yeah, exactly. Sorry, not nicking points. That's the, that's the wrong phrase to use. But earning points. Earn, yeah, we're used to earning points against <laughs> some of the bigger boys in the league. I mean, look at Bournemouth last season, for example. We're beating 1-0 away. Well, took four points off Bournemouth exactly, last year. Exactly, so. Took three off Watford. If we came away and took points off West Brom and Sheffield United, I wouldn't be surprised. I think people, away fans, or not sorry, away fans, opposition fans to us, would be like, oh, that's... Well, fucking, you know, we've got to be beating teams like Luton. Huh? Come yeah. on, they'll come out of that shite, don't they? So, but look, who's to say we can't go to either the Hawthorns or Bramall Lane and take points? And get points. Yeah. Why can't we? That's right. exciting, mate. It's coming up so quick. few more days to wait until a sold-out Kenilworth yeah. Road. Sorry, I had to confirm that. Mate, got, <laughs> mate, my brain is cloudy. I can't think of anything right now. Uh, yeah. Let's do a couple of Instagram questions before we call it a day for today's podcast. Um, James says, "How long do you think it will take these new players to gel?" I'm sure they've already gelled and training. I know training's a bit different to match game, but I mean, well, see, I wasn't. <laughs> excuse me, I wasn't at the Portsmouth game, but see, I heard we played quite well. And like I said, I watched the Brighton game back earlier. <laughs> I think when it comes to players gelling as well, yeah. like like you said, it it can happen in training and. Yeah. It's all about this like togetherness and the Don't vibe around other. the camp yeah. and just players getting on with each other. And I'm I'm sure there will be potentially like little groups of players scattered around. Like this group stick together, this group. But yeah. I think when they're all together, you know, I think that's where the team can gel and well, that team course. cohesion can. On a, can on a start. match day for them boys, they're all in the change rooms together. They all, obviously they all know each other. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's much of a language barrier going on. I think they all speak. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, like, I think we had Slug obviously, last season, season before, whenever. Apparently, that was a bit of a one, but I think... Yeah. Players we've got now, I think they all they all know how to communicate with each other. It's not like, you know, you see Premier League teams, and you look at it and you think, God, how have they got, like, 10 different nationalities? And yeah, exactly. I, obviously, that is a ma- massive thing, if it, I believe, but they all they all communicate with each other. It all seems like they're on a sort of, like... And look, the, all the interviews we've heard from players, they've all said they're a good group of lads. Exactly. And they... Happy to be playing with them. So, yeah. Why not, eh? Andrew says, score predictions for Peterborough and Stevenage. <laughs> well, let's give a Stevenage one first. We're going to beat them 7-0. <laughs> 7 yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I'll take that. And Peterborough. Do you think it's going to be... Are, are we looking at this Peterborough game? I know we've sat there and just said, look, we it's a nice game to open with and we're going to want to pick up three points. But... Is it going to be a, a is, is it going to be tighter than we're expecting? Is it going to be like a one nil or a two one? I think it'll be tight. Game. I, look, nothing's easy. It's the championship, man. I didn't they? Look, Peterborough haven't gone up to the championship thinking we're going to roll over and get beaten. Do you know what I mean? That they're going to go for it. Look, however good or, or well, however good or shit they are, should I say? Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you've got to be professional. You don't overlook teams. I mean, look, teams used to overlook us a little. We did to him, so yeah, exactly. At the same time, the only thing I'm saying, excuse me, <laughs> the only thing I'm saying in um, the thing with uh, was he beating Peter, bro? I've been, I've been hearing that they haven't got a fit striker at the moment and things like that. Marriott's not played, I don't think, in pre season, no. so and I think they've got a lot of people out, well, a few people out injured as well. I think it's a bit of a disrupted team. So, look, if it's a disrupted team, I mean, I know we're disrupted as well, but without sounding disrespectful or you know, to them. Not that I like them or anything, but we've had two years now to build in the championship. They've yep. only just gone up, and I think they've lost a couple of players as well. So and we look stronger than last year yeah. on paper. 
So. Well, yeah, but although not if it's on paper, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah no, I know no, what you're no, saying. You I get mean, what you're yeah. saying. But Games yeah. aren't won on paper. I no, of course get that. I think personally, I think it'll be tight and tough, but I can see us getting like a 2-0 win against Peterborough. Yeah, I'd, to be honest, mate, any any kind of victory I'd take. I would just love an early goal. Just 1-0 after 10 minutes, then you get to maybe like 20 minutes to go. Peterborough starting coming at us a bit, and then we bring on Mendes Gomez. He walks around five people and tucks it in the corner. Yeah. And everyone's happy. If you can walk days. around five people and tuck in the corner, I'll be, mate, I'll be over the moon oh, because, be to be honest, if you can walk around five people and score in professional football, <laughs> that is outstanding. In fact, that's ridiculous. It'll be amazing. Um, that's our FIFA street, that is. Well, it's all kicking off in a few days' time. I cannot wait. And the podcasts are going to just carry on regularly. Mondays. Next Monday will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully. And then... Well, yeah, I'd say I will be fine. Let's hope we're fine. Enough for the positive result our way on Saturday. Mm. Um, let us know your score predictions, Em. What's it going to be? Luton Peterborough, what kind of game are you expecting it to be? A tough one? Is it going to be tight? Are we going to... Is it going to be a walk in the park? Is it going to be 4-0? Is it going to be 5-0? Is it going to be 1-0? Are we going to lose? Are we going to draw? Let us know your thoughts and your predictions. Uh, oh, and the town on social media. And producer Jacob put a post out as your reminder. Uh, thanks so much for watching today and listening. If you want to get us on YouTube, you can. Owen the Town, socials, Owen the Town. And yeah. Yeah, lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Do you know what? It's great to be back. As I say, it's nice to have you back here. Uh, it's more I'm fun sure, when you're I'm here. sure it is. It's not, it's not fun with Dave. <laughs> it's just me and Dave. But. <laughs> That's rude. Now, Dave, like, I know you're listening, obviously. That is so rude. And when you come back, just give him a big no, slap. No, 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 because it's fun just having everyone. I just want everyone here. Just want COVID to go and everyone to be here all the time. I'd like to breathe properly when I'm doing it instead like... I'd love you to be close to the mic so everyone can actually hear you. I literally cannot. Look how... Mate, the closer I come, it's hard to... Like oh, Christ almighty. Look, Do you know what? I'll tell you what. Get me a bloody... one that goes around here. It's like it this. comes next to my mouth like here, like that. Oh, that sounds weird. Don't ever... <laughs> right, please understand. But anyway. But one that, you know, uh, wants to go... Mm, yeah, that's all here. Okay. I can move into it, you know what I mean? So I can breathe properly. God, you don't want much, do you? Anyway, that's all we've got time for today. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching and we shall see you next week.